Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yeah, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. We back. It's been a couple months. Two months to be exact. It's been two months. No, we did We did a show. We didn't do one no. We didn't? I don't think we did. Well, they didn't deserve one. Yeah. <laughs> Since they wanted to have Bray Wyatt coming out of the Tupac hologram and whatnot. You remember trying to drag through some of those bras. I'm good. Like, it's been painful, but it's it's been it's been painful. I'm just calling it what it is. But um we uh you know, we got Survivor series coming up on a Sunday. Um What's been going on with you, James? Nothing much, man. Just watching a lot, just watching a good chunk of bad wrestling. I mean, it has. I, I will say this: this stretch getting to this pay per view has been a lot better than the stretch getting to Hell in a Cell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it kind of sucked. They they took Orton off air, and you know, I guess he's doing that movie. Or As he was becoming like the hottest thing they had. Yeah, now that they're moving over, uh, you know, Ambrose to SmackDown with Wyatt to, to do these, fe- <laughs> like to have a feud and no one's watching. <laughs> yeah, so the Bray Wyatt effect. We'll we'll get to Bray Wyatt in a little bit, but um, we got you know Survivor Series uh, 2014. Um, if you guys didn't notice, that was a classic Survivor Series music um, that started off the show. Uh, Vince McMahon used to announce all the teams, and you know I I'd love for them to just go go through that, you know and. That was just a time killer. That's what it was. Oh, 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 oh no, man. Like, I, I liked it. Look, first off, all these matches were putting together were all these dudes that could re- that could barely work, right? So then they decided, you know what? Let's just let's just have like spend like ten minutes just adding um, the kill off this pay per view. Sure, why not? Let's do it that way. I know. All all, all I want to see on Sunday is like I just want to see them have group promos together. You know, that's that's just, you know, have Cena, Ziggler, they, they pretty much, it'll look like a rap cypher, you know, like that meme. How it used to be, like, all those dudes deep, like, for well, they kind of, yeah. sort of did do that on Raw. When they sent out Bro, the all, authority those, all came the out King looking authority, like the Wu-Tang they were out, out here, there. They were 10 deep. Yeah. Literally 10 deep. Because it was the five guys, plus the, plus the new Stooges, plus Stephanie, plus Hunter, plus Lana. Plus Lana. They were 10 deep. Yeah. Like, I don't think nobody wanted to walk in the ring with them. Um, so, uh, what we're going to do, we're going to run through the card. Um, we're going to, there are six matches confirmed, uh, which was more than, you know, what they had confirmed a couple of days ago. Um, so we can start, where do you want to start, James? Top to bottom. All right. All right. The main event, we got, uh, Team Cena, aka Team Never Give Up, aka Team Hustle Low to Respect, aka Team Same Old Shit. AKA, how the fuck is this five five group of guys? You know, how the hell did they come together? Literally, Aaron Rowan just walked out there like he. I, All right, before we get into that, <laughs> then we got the authority. No, 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 no. Before we get to that, this is a little small, short, small, short thing. And then we'll get real finished. We'll continue on with that. Okay, can you explain to me what they were doing with Cesaro? 
I think they were just trolling everybody. Like, oh, like y'all thought y'all were going to get to cheer him. Y'all thought something good was going to happen to him. Nope. Okay, so now what does Cesaro do on, at the pay-per-view? Nothing. Thank you. Not a damn thing. We had a conversation uh, the other day. They took everything away from Cesaro. <laughs> everything. <laughs> that, no, you made that point. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, explain to the, to the like, listeners. Like, uh, around WrestleMania 30, Cesaro had everything going for him. He had great theme music. He just got Paul Heyman as a manager. He um he had the 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 giant swing um getting over in the crowd. He um had dispatched Jack Swagger. He um so what they started slowly doing is taking away all that stuff over time. The only thing they added was knee pads for him. <laughs> they even took his hair away. They even took his hair okay. Well, to be fair, Gen X were kind of like taking his own. Yeah. Heredity was taking his own right. away too. Like they took away his music, they took away his, his his moves, they took away his manager, they they took away his music, they took away like it was, you know, it's bad for him. They're they're letting him get swept on pay per views and um best two <laughs> out of three falls matches. Like like what what's Cesaro supposed to do with that? I don't know, man. Like that man, they got that man working as a mechanic now. Mechanic. Yeah, basically he's he's just you know somebody. That, a nice uh, that hand? Carry, yeah, a good hand. That's another word okay. for a good hand. There's a there's a rib on NXT. There's a tag team called the Mechanics. <laughs> like they're just good wrestlers. Okay, so all right, back to now. I just wanted to clear up, clear that up because I was just uh, it made no sense. I was trying to figure out if you had any idea what nothing. <coughs> what it, you were they doing. were just trolling us. Nothing. Okay, so um, continuing on from that, ooh, uh, I guess you have to uh, introduce the Hill team. Uh, we got in the authority. Um, Triple H is not wrestling, which I was I found interesting. I thought you know there was a small chance he might you know hop down, but we got a uh, team does, captain. He only does big shows. Yeah, uh, team captain Seth Rollins with Kane, who's been on I want to say at least eight Survivor Series teams, maybe nine. Um, <laughs> Kane or Mark Henry, who just turned you know back heel a couple weeks ago. You got Rusev and you got Luke Harper, the new Intercontinental Champion. Um, if these aren't the two most like you know thrown together kind of, this makes no sense. Like teams. But but my okay, are we? That's saying, kind of what Survivor Series is. Well, are we? You no, know, that's my point. I was gonna say that, but it, like, is this team any more like just that, just thrown together than uh than previous teams? Because I mean, you have the Seth Rollins Cena component from from. Rollins at SummerSlam interrupting his title match. Night Champions. Or Night Champions, right. Uh, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't SummerSlam. Uh, you have... Uh, Seems to could use some help at some SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have Mark Henry. You have Big Show. Yeah. Uh, they just started beefing again. You know, again. Got to run it. Yeah. Uh, and before, you know, apparently Sheamus was actually legitimately hurt. Yeah, Sheamus actually was going to be in it with um, I'm blanking on who he was going to. He had his thing with Rusev. Ru- that's right, Rusev. Who just took his belt. Yeah, and then you and then you saw some of the vignettes with Luke Harper. He was following around Dolph Ziggler, so it's going to be Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So it was actually built up nicely. It just Sheamus got hurt, and then they had to like swap some things out. Yeah. Um. Apparently, and that's the reason why he came off the belt a couple weeks ago because he had been hurt. Oh. 
is what I'm hearing. So, you know, you, you swap him and Ryback pretty much at this point. Um, let's go through the face team. Like, like obviously we got Cena in there, and he's, you know, it's John Cena versus the world pretty much. And they, you know, tried to scare off his team members and all that. According to the internet, it's Dolph Ziggler versus the world. Oh. Um, I mean, think about it. It's Dolph Ziggler and four big guys. Against Seth Rollins. And four, four big, big guys. guys. Exactly. Yeah. Um, explain this Eric Rowan and, and Luke Harper shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't. Luke Harper is that he is the heat in these streets, and Eric Rowan is just a guy. Yeah. And we're saying, and why why couldn't we cheer for Luke Harper? Uh, he's too because good. we might like that. We he's, might we might like that too much. He's too good. He's like my thing is this: if Luke Harper is gonna be a face, all right, fine. But what's he gonna do that makes him like a face that we cheer? Besides that, he can really wrestle. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys that can really wrestle. He can just be weird and he can talk like. But he's along with like. People I, like Luke Harper. I understand he's he's been behind Bray Wyatt, but he's been able to talk like that, been talk to talk well and carry on something. He's a so team player. Like at the state they're in right now, they need to try and add guys that can kill time by getting these feuds and be able to carry a feud by you know talking with the mic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bray or sorry, Luke Harper can do that in bits and pieces. Aaron Rowan can't do none of that. So we they don't, need we him, don't like, know. they need him as a heel. Based to on be what I'm fair, saying. yeah. To be fair, like. Eric Rowan, like, there is a lot of mystery with him. Maybe he'll surprise us. Maybe he's, you know, capable. But it's so random that him and Luke She's Harper, not here. What up? She's not here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, Does that sound like she can, like he can talk? Yeah. And um, him and Harper want to kick the shit out of each other all of a sudden. Like, I don't, I don't know where that came from. They'll explain it. They will explain I, it. I hope they do. I, I hope no, I hope no, they enlighten no. us. They'll explain it. They they gotta add, keep in mind, man. They did this on the fly. Uh, yeah, I, I I hope they they come up with something. Um, Ziggler comes off the Intercontinental title um, in a good match, a really good yes, match. Where where they were, you know, just throwing the false finishes from the start, like yes. like you would think Ricky Steamboat choreographed that match for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know he's about them roll ups and you know all that shit, but they were hitting like big moves, legitimate finishers that could end the matches. They was out here just like one off and with finishers for like, jeez, for ten minutes. Right. Um, and then you got the Big Show in there, who's um, you know, was he almost you know he was offered to go in the Hall of Fame by Stephanie, as if he's already not going to be there. Yeah, that's one thing that makes sense to me. Like, okay, so he can go in as an active member of the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, you're kind of gonna, he's gonna get in already. So I don't understand. Yeah. What are you doing? What are we doing here? And Ryback, who is you know, back to being Ryback again. My whole thing is this, right? Last year around this time, they were doing all this stuff with Big Show, talking about Big Show's finances and stuff, and they bought his house and whatnot. Yeah. Why couldn't they have said, you know what? We still own your shit. They could have said, "Hey, we'll pay for rest. Of, we'll pay for all your financial uh, hardship for the rest of your life if you it, like, including in whatever else, and make it like stick more." But I mean, I, you know, like I said, they they did they just do this on the fly, so they weren't even thinking about that. 
But like a couple weeks I'm ago, booking. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they brought up the old stuff that uh, Cena was saying to Ryback, and that shit was hilarious. Yes, it was. Like, <laughs> like he's he's still mad at me that he owes him a dollar sixty or something <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ryback or John Cena owes me a dollar sixty, and I'm angry. I, I'm wondering what the hell John Cena was buying for a dollar sixty. Yeah, or Ryback. Um, and then you got the authority, um, Seth Rollins, who's, you know, he's like the new Shawn Michaels, like as a heel, like small guy, like Shawn Michaels in 97, like he's, everyone wants to see him get his ass whooped. He's getting away, you know, with, with murder, you know, he's putting people out of action, you know, in kayfabe, you know, terms. And he's pretty much carrying the heel load, like. As much as we like to cheer Rollins, I think we all kind of like, you know, want to see him get his people, at some point. People will, here's the thing. As opposed to being other heels like Cesaro or even Bray Wyatt, he's a heel and people will, and the boos far exceed the cheers. But they're not bad boos. Like, they're not like Rusev boos. Where yeah, it's like, and nobody's telling him, wishing he goes away. That's true. I agree. People know how good he is, and people know that, that you know. Yeah, it's he, like he, it's, it's legit heat, but it's like it's it's good it's good booing. Like you know, I probably just like that, that sounds so, stupid. We respect you so much that we will boo you for doing your job, as opposed to Bray Wyatt not doing his job, or Cesaro not doing his job, or Dolph Ziggler when he was a heel forever not doing his job. <laughs> um, and then you got Kane. I mean. We knew Kane would be in there, and you know, it, the next thing, interesting thing Kane does will be the first since Team Hell No. But you know, he'll, he'll probably be the first elimination. You know, wrap it up for tonight. You know, real quick, get this check. Um, <laughs> Mark Henry, who's you know, he's fresh into the Big Show thing. They're calling him sexual chocolate out of nowhere, and everybody's you know popping for that shit. But meanwhile, you know. Let us let us let us call uh, Bray Wyatt Husky Harris, you know. But um, and then the new or Rusev, excuse me, new U.S. champion, who is kind of being brought into all this shit. I wonder if this is where you know the seeds get planted for him and Cena, you know, at some point down the road. Or I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna get him out of this match without getting pinned. Well, you can probably get disqualified. Like like yeah. say he um. What he'll do, he'll he'll drop the uh, accolade on somebody, and then he won't break the hold. Disqualified. Classic Survivor Series style, you know, or double DQ, double count out, you know, something like that. Uh, you know, snapmare, you know, something like that. Snapmare. <laughs> oh. Nah. Or he's out here like has someone on the ropes, and he's out him in a hold, and he's and they, someone actually finally counts to five and yeah. defuses him. Yeah, that'll be it. Um, and then you know Luke Harper, a new you know. You know, Pastor Luke Harper, you know, the, wow. the the religion of Luke Harper, we all need to be, you know, following. Um, okay, so my thing is... Luke Harper won a title before Bray Wyatt, too. I just want to say that. <laughs> okay, so... It's, like, now it's kind of interesting. So, is Luke Harper going to end up in a feud with Eric Rowan now, or is he going to continue up or finally start up something with Dolph Ziggler? Right. Like, I personally think that for the time, like, you can always get back to the Eric Rowan thing. Right. Like, I really, really, really want to see Luke Harper and, and 
and Dolph Ziggler wrestle each other a right. bunch of times. I really want to see that every single like, Raw. Like, tell me that wouldn't be a Raw-ass ladder match at TLC. Yeah, it would. Like. We'll see, though. Because also, uh, you know, like they're saying Reigns will be back soon, so he could have Rollins tied up. Rollins also whooped Ziggler's ass on Monday night, uh, gave him the curb stomp and all that, so they laid something down for that in the future. Yeah. Like, those those two are destined to have a feud eventually. Right. Like, right now, maybe not, but in the future, eventually, yes. I feel that was more for to add on to the heat of both teams. Because, you know, Luke Harper had just, you know, the week before said, I'm a team player, you know. Yeah. Not player, player. He corrected himself on uh, on Tuesday, or sorry, uh, on Monday and called himself player, but whatever. We, we know what time. you meant. We know what you yeah. meant, Luke. Like, I guess he, I guess he thought his... His character was was Cajun for a minute or whatever. <laughs> uh, he thought he was still, uh, you know, following that bullshit, you know. <laughs> um, so um, the stipulation in this match is, you know, if Team Authority loses, they'll no longer be in power, and if Team Cena loses, all team members will be fired from the WWE. Has WWE booked themselves into a corner, or is there just going to be some convoluted, you know, no decision? You know, because it is the second half of the year, and they're known to give us bait and switch, you know, bullshit finishes. You know, see Hell in a Cell, you know, see Night of Champions, you know. <laughs> if you're asking me what I think is going to happen? Yes. I think Authority's going to win, and then they're going to figure this, and then they're going to try and figure out how to hire on news back. Cause it, it's not like John Cena has been fired before. Yeah. So, I don't see why it'd be much of a difference now. Because for me, it may... It, the end of the authority hasn't been done well enough for this to be the end. Like, at, like Orton still has to go through all them boys. That, and also, you assume if they were going to break up, like, it would be basically an all-out, out like, divorce-type storyline of Stephanie and Triple H are, like, breaking apart, and then they're, like, in a power struggle between each other. That's how you, you would figure it would happen. That would be more compelling than, oh, they're just done. Doesn't they're Rollins awesome. have to win the belt first? That too. Like, I mean, even though those two, Stephanie and Triple H, can be gone and he can still have the new goons, or new stooges. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but um, there are options. I just, don't, I just think the more interesting one would be like a, like something leading up towards a big pay per view, and you have. Hunter and Stephanie in a power struggle for the company, and that like, I think that'd be cool. I'm I'm betting on a fuck finish. Um, <laughs> that'd be a good bet. Uh, yeah, Very good bet. I, like just just the the second half of the year booking. Like remember remember two years ago, the Shield debuted on uh, Survivor yeah. Series. Just like you oh, know, middle fuck of the finish. Three way title three way title match. Fuck this match. Exactly. Um. You know, you never know who may, you know, walk out there uh, or, or return or do whatever. So I'm going to bet on a fuck finish. Um, up next, we'll go talk about uh, AJ Lee and Nikki Bella. Um, it's time to give Nikki the belt. Uh, yeah, why not? Like, uh, AJ ain't doing nothing with it. Might as well give it to someone else. Yeah, like, um, with the whole Bella thing about to 
It's about to come back up again because of this whole personal assistant shit. The 30-day thing, I think it was on Monday, too. Yeah. So it'd be the night after. She can come in with the belt. da da da, da. Oh, yeah, by the way, my, t- my, my 30 days over, I want my title shot. Push her to the ground. Yes, Chan, on the way out. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah. They just um, have to not, not give them as much air time as last time they had their match. Their match yes, it would be that, shorter. They need, they like, shorter kind of bursts. They didn't have enough material or the material was weak. Like, they have to do it in uh, smaller segments. I like um, Bree dressing up as AJ on uh, – uh, on Monday, I, I I got a nice kick out of that. Apparently, um, AJ pulled the same thing. She dresses Nikki on um, SmackDown, but she like stuffed her um, her the back of her you know her ass part to make her butt look bigger, and then like she really? like puts you know she stuffed like her chest to make it look like she well, had big boobs. Here's the thing: I remember AJ came up. She came out in a um, thing in, like, like Caitlyn, and yeah, as Caitlyn at one time, and that was hilarious too. Yeah. So I got no issue with it. Yeah, so, like, you know, I'm a huge Nikki Bella fan. Um, I think she's shitting on, you know, a lot of the roster right now for for women in there. Like, she's a she's an awesome heel. She can talk. You know, she has that power game. Uh, basically, AJ got to move around, you know. She, I mean, I think she's just, there's nothing left for her to do right now. Like, where did, where, okay. If AJ win or lose, what's next for her after this? She Go can't up. fight Paige again. Can't. Oh my gosh. There's no way. She's in a fault. Like, people want to complain about Cena and Orton. Meanwhile, we've gotten AJ and Paige this many times since in WrestleMania. title matches since the night after WrestleMania. In the span of months. No. This is far I'm done with it. This is far worse than any of that Cena uh, or shit that people complain, love to complain about. Um, granted, is 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 women's wrestling? It doesn't give much time, but nah, man. I think the only place it would she could go is you know against Stephanie, but she's so far removed from the authority. Like, I mean, they I don't know how they can introduce her, but you know AJ versus Stephanie at some point, but. Like, I don't see that happening. Charlotte, maybe, but sh- like Charlotte's in NXT. Like, that's my point. Like, yeah, you, you already dealt with one call up. You know, like you're just gonna like wrestle everyone that comes up on their first on their first go round back. Right. Um, Not go round, but on their first like appearance in the big leagues. Yeah, so she she'd be stealing all the you know all the thunder. Like that's some like John Cena, Cena type shit. Like, oh, I got I, I'm out here dealing with a new hot talent. Yep. But um, I got Nikki going over, and sounds like you do as well. Actually, um, I, well, for me, it's like, okay. Uh, I say Nikki because it opens up way more possibilities with, than AJ, because there's like nothing else for AJ to do really right now. And, and she, Nikki Bella is like, she's carrying Total Divas. Like, she's by far the most interesting person on there. She's, you know... I'll take your word for it on that, because I don't watch Total Divas. Like, the whole... Like, I was telling you, like, before we started, like, Total Divas right now is kind of, like, based on... Like, the only thing that's left to do on the show is for Nikki to finally get hers, like, with Cena, pretty much. And that's, like, the what shit that's carrying the, it. Now, I need to explain it to the people what get hers means. And she... They get her... Or, excuse me, to get Cena to basically, you know, lock it up. You know, lock her down. So, you know, go on, go on ahead now, John. 
Um, <laughs> next up, Matt. Next matchup, um, we got. We'll save Ambrose and Wyatt for the next segment. Uh, we'll talk about the Fatal Four Way: um, Golden Stardust versus the Usos versus Los Matadores versus Miz and Mizdow for the Tag Team Championships, which was announced during Monday Night Raw, just by a graphic. Like I don't look, man. We before Monday Night we had three matches. Yep. Now we have what, five. We have five in a um, in a kickoff match. Okay, man. I feel like there's so many guys not on the card. Like who's who's missing on the card and he's building the card right now? Cesaro's the only one I can think of. Definitely Cesaro. I mean, like, I mean, obviously you like to have the champion there, but he's not doing. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan's hurt. Roman Reigns is hurt. Wade Barrett probably can't wrestle right now. So I mean, what what like what else could they put on right now that you actually want to see in a singles match? I mean, you know, Orton's not there. Orton's not there. He's doing a movie. Doing a movie. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same cast of characters as last month, but they're all kind of lumped into that one match. Now, the Fatal Four Way. Have they explained if that's going to be four guys in the ring at the same time, or is that going to be two? It's, it's never four be, guys in the ring at the same time. Or is it going to be six guys on the outside waiting to get in? It um, it's going to be six guys waiting to get in. I can pretty much guarantee you. Now, they, they never do it the logical way, which would be four guys in the ring at the same time. Well, my whole thing is because like. The thing that doesn't make any sense to me is like, all right, you know, you have these multi-tag team matches on two guys in the ring. It's like, why hasn't anyone ever said, you know what, we're just going to do this and, like, that team never gets to tag in as psychology because it's stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's two guys on the outside. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. We're just never, no. Never going to tag we're you in. We're never tagging you in. Like, why would I tag someone else in? That means our team, like, I'm tagging my team out. That means we can't pin anybody or submit <laughs> anybody. That's fucking stupid. I guess I would think, you know, we can watch everybody else beat the fuck out of each other, you know, and let them get tired, you know, while we don't get tired, you know, and, you know, slap a, slap somebody's back when they, you know, come on the ropes. I don't know. But Miz and Mizdow got to win the belts, right? Because this, this, like, I feel like they kind of fucked up the, uh, the Dust Brothers in a way because... They, they gave them nothing. Like, they were just wrestling the Usos for so long. Yeah, and then, like, the Usos can't win the belts back right now. Like, the perfect team, or not the perfect team, but, like, if they were the next week, that, uh, even if they had lost or whatever, and they got and they just continued to feud, if they had, like, Mark Henry and Big Show and they were going to fight, or if they had Luke Harper and, and Aaron Rowan to fight, but they were off TV, if anybody, if they had fought anybody else but the Usos, um... Enough more time, like in the next pay per views, they would have you know had something to keep them fresh. But I mean now they like, feel like such not. There's nothing no. There's nothing for them. They feel like not a big deal at all anymore. Not like, anymore. Like <clears throat> other than like what Stardust is doing on Twitter, nah. Like he has, they haven't gotten TV time other than their pay per view or their tag matches. And there ain't been that many of them. Yeah. Um, Miz and Mizdow, Damian Sandow has been like kind of you know saving, you know. Mrs. Well, it's it's been an interesting dynamic. My whole thing that I don't get is why 
are like those matadores, like wrestling guys now all of a sudden like wh- like why did they just get back on tv yeah they just started they were like, oh shit like i like, think what made they got like, they got boosted by default now i'll say this a couple months back this would have been ryback versus axel ryback and axel ryback, ryback axel fighting them or whatever but i mean whatever i mean the new day isn't ready yet which we will get to momentarily um but uh who you got one in Yes, Sandow and Miz. Yeah, I'm gonna go chalk on that one too. Like, um, I mean, if if this was they've got to turn the star, they got to turn it back. A month ago, if this were a month ago, I'd have said Stardust and Goldust, but not now. They just not hot in these streets no more. Alrighty, um, that's gonna wrap up segment one. Um, we'll be back in segment two to talk about Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt, um, the Divas traditional Survivor Series, you know, elimination match. And the new day. This is One Nation Radio. I, I, put that little weed up, nigga. On the truth, tell it. Now we yell it. Get it out of pound. We just hope we don't tell it. Welcome back. What I blow up, make a bang up. The One Nation Radio. And we, uh. No, we're not. No, we are not. <laughs> you can stop right there, sir. No. Playing gas on your lame ass. Um. T.I. and Lil Boozy. I can only speak for myself. The answer is me as hell no. She say not in with a bank crowd. Good king get money when the bank cloud. Yeah, she in her heels on her knees. Yeah, man, so. Her nigga caution. Because there's only like, I thought there was only like three matches on the card. You have to play in this next. Alright. Um, up next. We can go ahead and talk about uh, Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. AKA the, uh, you know, they had to take Dean Ambrose out of the, uh, out of the main event. And the perfect guy to do it is Bray Wyatt because he's the guy they give people when they need them to go away for a little bit. They needed to give some Cena something to do at WrestleMania. Go go away, you know, and, and go go highlight Bray Wyatt over in that you know in that corner that way. They had to take down Brian, you know, out of the main event picture for a little bit. Go go fuck with Bray Wyatt over there, you know, on okay. that side. Um, you know, and, and Dean Ambrose has now been sent to that side. Alright. Um they had a cool little exchange Monday night. Uh Dean Jump Out Boys Ambrose, you know, pulled the classic jump out boys uh, move and said, you know, this was pre recorded, you know. I I'm I'm out there in the arena with you and then, you know, it was on his ass. Um and he actually got to Wyatt. No one really like gets to Wyatt too often, like in these like little attacks, like he's always kinda, you know, running up on someone backstage. Well two other people, yes. Yeah. Or, you know, the lights are cutting <coughs> off and he's, you know, coming out of a hologram and shit. Like, I don't... And you can still see and you can see his fat body coming up from the underneath the ring. <laughs> and all that smoke. Like, they, that's one of the most... That's one of the biggest Bosch camera spots ever. Like, it's supposed to be that he... Like, the camera... There's a hologram of a figure you can't quite see. And then he's supposed to come through the smoke and attack that man. When we saw... Right. We see him like, oh. Like, first off, when I saw the lantern, I was like, okay, it's very white. But... Then you're kind of like, okay, what's going to happen? And then you see him crawl up from there, you're like, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. 
Like that's what like that shot is exclusively for the the TV viewers and they fucked it up. Right. Terrible. Like before we get into it, yeah, like like that that whole that whole ending, like like people were saying, you know, the whole thing about, you know, that's how Kane debuted, you know, blah blah. Bray Wyatt ain't fucking Kane. Like, (laughs) okay, here's the thing with that, right? That's fine and that's great. However, um, we're in a different time and era, right? Like there's stuff that you can get away with back then that you can't get away with now. If like we always talk about this, if Undertaker were to debut now, we boo that shit out of the gymnasium. And also with the Kane thing, that shit had been being built since As like full, May full, for a full storyline. Yeah, like Barrett, he had won the belt, and Barrett came back right after Russell, uh, like right. almost like right immediately after. So you have a secret. Um, almost immediately after that uh, WrestleMania 13, when he won the belt, like if I remember correctly, like he was blackmailing him even when he was fighting Farouk that yeah. year. Yeah. That was what, King of the Ring? Be worried about this black man. Yeah, that was King of the Thank Ring. Thank you. That was yeah. June. Yeah. Like what what month was uh It was October. Octo- thank you. Yeah, it was October. Months. And you know This was just like, oh Out of nowhere. Like, he is randomly coming out. Okay, cool. Whatever. And I think everyone kinda overlooked that. Um, like I and all the all the podcasts I listen to, all the writing, you know, all these people defending this, you know, Reddit. No one's mentioned, you know, wow that Kane shit was actually built up. Like, at some point, it was going to happen. It was like, oh, okay. And, you know, it was one of the most iconic debuts ever. ever. Yes, um, this is a guy that has been around for over a year. Right. Um, also, another thing that we're not making of note is that people haven't talked enough about in, in anything I've heard is they gave him how many months off, too? Uh, they took him off. He wasn't at Night of Champions. He won at SummerSlam either. Yeah, he fought Jericho at SummerSlam. Okay, so he was going for like a month and change, right? Or two months because of the time being between. All right? And he came back as the same exact guy. (laughs) I think the rest of the world is starting to catch up to One Nation Radio, which was, you know, we've been calling Wyatt out for a while. Um for cutting the same promo and you know no one's really realizing it's not that it. they're the same promos is that they're like structured exactly the same where he's is like you're talking we want you to talk in these like in these like anecdotal stories or in these uh or these roundabout ways of talking about your opponent or what you're trying to do in the or do with your gimmick thing and it's always like going far off, and it's long lasting, or or it seems like they're forever. They're always like these these like monologues of like five minutes at a time. Right, and it's like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, let's <laughs> say like you turn to the person next to you and be like, do you hear this bullshit? Like, and, and like all of them like they yeah, at certain points in these anecdotes, like they drop these MacGuffins, and it's supposed to be like the character backstory that eventually lead to nothing. Like, we, Sister Abigail. No, we'll never see her. Um, the devil, may, like the he's alluding to a devil. May you were to assume that it may have been like McMahon or some person authority that never came to fruition. It, it, the devil made me do it. Like, All that shit. They never fully explain, or never fully, not, not that you needed to because it's not like it's a freaking movie. But they never really explained. I mean, the vignettes, like the vignettes, did a better job explaining why Bray Wyatt and, and Eric Rowan in, in like the month they were going, explain why 
they were following him than yeah. he did in the entire year when he was talking off, like talking right. by himself for 10 minutes with these two guys behind him for a full year. Right. It, I mean, I don't know okay. what they want us to do with this. Like, and then on top, like, I'll say this. One thing they did well, and it, granted, it seems like it's only lasted for a, for a day, but were to get people to actually boo Bray Wyatt when he fucked up uh, the end, or he came out and ruined the end of that match. Yeah, because I was hot. But like, that was for one day. They went right back to pulling for these sheep pulling out their cell phones yeah. and listening listen to this guy that hasn't changed in over a year with a with a you know a gimmick that seems that that on paper has promise, but lots of it. But it's just like. It falls short. He's added nothing to it. It falls short in like in months. So he hasn't many, added anything to it. In so many areas, like they switched his like his flash thing. It before it was like our truth yelling. Now it's like you know a little something different. But I don't understand. Like we're gonna see more character development with Rowan and Harper than we are gonna see with Wyatt. You, I mean, one would think right now the way it's looking, yeah, because they're gonna get more time. Both of those guys are main eventers now. Yeah. <laughs> Smile. Um, so transitioning that into the Dean Ambrose Bray Wyatt feud. Okay, um, like I said, they had some good moments. Like I actually want to see their fight. Yes, yes. Like so, I mean, I can't really like as much as I like to bash on Bray Wyatt or or whatever for like him not like for his his flaws still being the same flaws over even after a year. Like I still want to see them fight. And like I honestly remember like when it was a bad spot, gleaning the into Hell in a Cell, I kept saying, like, bro, they're in such desperate need. Like, this ain't the time to have Bray Wyatt off TV right now. I understand, mm-hmm. like, maybe he got tired, but let him get tired next month because they're <laughs> struggling right now. Um, Ambrose, like, this kind of I – don't, I don't know if this is meant to cool his jets, but I think it has a little bit. You know, he's stepped back from fighting Rollins. He has had so much chemistry with Rollins. It was just – it was just glaring. Um how long do we see this lasting? Is this going to be like similar to the Daniel Bryan Bray Wyatt? You know, just just to keep them occupied until Royal Rumble comes, or um, you know, how do you see it going? I would say, that, I mean, they have to have more than one match. Yeah. Like, I mean, at this point, like if you're gonna pull, if you're gonna pull, um, for me, if you're gonna pull Ambrose away from from um, a conclusional match and ending a feud with. Uh, Seth, this seems to be the case, then he needs to have, like, at least a month, like, two pay-per-views or three pay-per-views with him, like, at, at least, at the shortest t- till TLC, at the, I mean, or at least till Royal Rumble. I would assume it'd be three pay-per-views to get them through here. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Bray Wyatt to win, just because, um, you know, in Bray- order to get this off, you know, to a good, you know, we need to get to see Ambrose getting some revenge. Um, but it's going to be like, you know, real fluky, real like bullshit type I'm, of win. Like I'm, it's not going to be him beating his ass clean one, two, three. I'm going to say Bray Wyatt because Dean Ambrose never gets revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Ambrose never gets to get his. Nah. Uh, in my Hell in a Cell preview column, I actually pick Ambrose to win with the reasoning he never wins. Like, <laughs> so it's like you know, but you know, y'all saw what happened. Um, you had something else to add to that? Or? No, not really. Um, so and then the you know. Oh, I got one. No, I take that back. I, I do got something. I don't think 
that there's any chance that whatever match they have um, on Sunday will be better than whatever they end up doing at TLC. Because we know uh, Dean Ambrose is about that life. Yeah. Hell, we know Bray Wyatt's about that life. Yeah, he he took that, you know, he had that match with Cena. Yeah. Um, like, me and, you, me and you have issues with Bray Wyatt, but, like, ain't, ain't none of it has to do with it being in the ring. Yeah. Like you give him you give him twenty minutes for a match, chances are it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. But I just can't deal with him just, <laughs> just I, rambling. I mean, like, ramble rapping out there. I just can't deal with that man just vaguely just vaguely talking in like these like meta terms. Like nah, I just can't do it. Like nah, bro, you sound like a stone hippie. Up next, uh, we have the most important match on the card: the Divas traditional. Um, Survivor Series Elimination Tag Match um, between Alicia Fox, Emma, Naomi, and Natalia versus uh, Paige, Cameron, Layla, and Summer Rae. Um, can Naomi get get you know? Can she get showcased a little bit because she's just kind of been you know she's the forgotten diva, you know? I don't know, but I have a question for you. What's up? Will there be? Will there will there be? A uh, a Voltron slash yeah a Voltron type of uh, connection for a like a tag team like arm arm lariat of doom like last year. <laughs> Are y'all gonna line up and just t- just clear yeah. out the whole ring with with just you, you know, know four people well, four person uh, clothesline. Look, clothesline you can see coming from a mile away and still get hit with it. Yeah, slow as tidal wave. Slow as tidal wave. Uh, I, I'm gonna say no because we've uh, this year's match they they trimmed a lot of the fat of bad wrestlers. How many? I had a question, right? Yeah. How many divas were in that? Sorry, it was seven match? on seven. Whew. Okay. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah. There's so much more since why it didn't be that bad. Okay. Like we have like Alicia Fox can go, Emma yeah. can go, yeah. Naomi can go, Natalia can go, Paige can go. Layla's good, you know, in spots. No, Layla can go. It's just she's, like, with the knee thing. She doesn't, you know. Like, no, she came back originally from the knee and was champion after being a, was it Caitlyn? Or was it, it Eve? It was a Bella. It was a no, Bella. No, no, it was Eve. No, she, she, the beat a, she beat a Bella, yeah. Okay, like, yeah, she still wrestles. It's just, like, they ain't really got nothing to do with her right now. You know, Cameron, you know, she's a train wreck. But, yeah, uh, that's a train wreck, yes. Summer is, like, passable. Like, she's okay. She's, like, the, she knows she's almost, character. like, the median... Like female woman wrestler on the. <laughs> she might be like, like the. She might be the Mason Dixon line. Uh, you like, like <laughs> you want to say Mendoza she's line. not bad, but you don't probably want to say she's a good wrestler either. Like, like she's right it's like at her, me. then AJ right above her, right? I say Brie and then AJ. Okay, Brie and yeah, AJ. Like the line delineation for good is either is is Brie Bella. Like she like we talked about this um, Monday, right? Yeah. Like she like she is the worst bet. She is the worst good woman wrestler in the company and then out there you get like AJ and uh like the uh I don't want to say uh, probably Alicia Fox like yeah, she doesn't like really, Alicia Fox is next yeah like Alicia or Fox is, Alicia Fox has a really good no I think I think Emma can wrestle her ass off she just like ain't got nothing for her yeah. cause especially cause she got in trouble then you know you get up to like Natalia, Naomi Paige and I mean yeah like okay for example right Charlotte <laughs> we were talking about how earlier how I, I don't think AJ has anything to, like what's next for her. Right. Like regardless of whatever happens with this 
Paige Alicia thing. The second like Emma gets out of the doghouse. Emma and Paige can go on a on, go on a fucking rampage. Yes, because they they got all that chemistry that season together. WWE has and the like WWE matches haven't seen it yet. Right, like they don't even know how good Emma is as a wrestler. Right, uh, I remember when I first saw you know Paige and Emma, like I was very impressed by them at NXT on uh, that first special, um, and it only got better you know for the women with Charlotte versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. That's actually on that uh, something I want to talk about in segment three that uh. WWE 100 list. Yeah, like, um, so as far as the winners, you know, on this, I'm going to go ahead and take, you know, Paige to be the sole survivor. What about uh, you, James? I think that, I think, uh, the, the, the team with the faces will win. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, that just seems to make more sense to me. I mean, obviously, Paige will be the last to be eliminated, but I think probably Natalia and Naomi survive. Okay. Um, so, we we haven't shared our full feelings on it. We've kind of, you know, just made, you know, get the fuck out of here remarks about it. But the new day, um, you know, we had, like, a couple weeks ago, we had Xavier Woods pop up, you know, with the whole James Brown you know, gospel preacher James Brown preacher James Brown thing. Um, after that, we get you know motivational speaker Kofi. Yeah, new day, new day, new day. Okay, and then um, we get you know Pastor Biggie Langston. You know, to the, the generic pastor of disaster. Yes, um, I think I may have still. I think I may have just took that line from Pastor Troy. But whatever, it still works. <laughs> whatever. Um. PT Cruiser, baby. <laughs> I, I, like, I was telling you, I have a feeling like this is going to be some type of swerve, like how the Brodus Clay thing was. <laughs> like, these boys are going to come out, like, but, you know, instead of, you know, happy-go-lucky Negroes, as they're being, you know, portrayed as, like, they're going to come in and... you being portrayed as happy-go-lucky Negroes, or you think they're just being portrayed as happy-go-lucky and they happen to be black? What about that, that choir in the back, you know, bouncing and jigging? And all that, like I, 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 I don't think, see them lining I think that, up. I think they add to the aesthetic of them being black as much as it is. They're, they're like they're, they're all, they're all, they're like shucking it. No, I don't say shucking job, but they're like, I think it just adds to the aesthetic of oh yeah, they're have, they have to be black as, as anything else. Now, like okay, how do I say this? If the thing that sets my that set my antennas up were was the the James Brown stuff with Xavier Woods, but. Yep. Like what Kofi and Big E did, or sorry, let me phrase that. What Kofi did wasn't like, okay, that's fine. And then it's like, okay, that's Big E dusting off the same patch stuff he did when he was like fighting Rusev. Right. So it's like, okay, gotcha. Um, it's, I'm, it's like a, it's like a. Sm- I don't think it's gonna be like that's what their gimmick is opposed to like. It's their gimmick, but it's like these are still kind of the same guys. Except they're just all together now, and they yeah. took, and they're like uh, their faces. They're su- they're like the super faces right now. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be any. I don't think like at this point. Like I trust me. I know I can very well be wrong on this. Yep. <laughs> but I don't think like they're gonna be in like. I don't think they're gonna play them is the best way to say it. I don't think they're gonna play. I don't think Vince and them gonna play them like some like like, like some, suckers. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. 
I've been let down so many times in the past, you know, <laughs> with with our, you know, our African American wrestlers, and you know, I would love to, you know, hear, you know, would you agree on this? Would you agree that, given the Kofi and Big E vignettes, they look like they have more. They look like they're they're like they're in a better position to do stuff in the future as far as like. Yes, they can actually to, become actual people. Yeah, actual people. Then when you saw Xavier Woods the first one, you were like, what the fuck is this? Yes. Uh, okay. he, was, he was looking like Bruce Leroy. I agree. I, I don't know what the hell. Like, <laughs> oh, there's, truth. there's nothing. Like, Xavier Woods has done nothing. And I really mean he has done nothing. The Rock means that. Bro, he came out. He was supposed to be Bruce Leroy with that fat, like, root, like, in the, he had the water on his afro and he's shaking it in the crowd and like, it's, it's, that big ass stash, and like the one I got right now. Yeah, it was Fuller, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you know, he had that cop stash. You like his last name was Murtaugh. He'd be wow. a cop. Um, uh, I don't know, man. They, they have, they definitely have my attention. And they better not fuck it up because I I will I will roast them all over Twitter, you know. We'll see where this goes. I just I just hope it really is you know, a new day, like like they say. The new day from what? From more wrestling? Yes, man. You know it's always it's always time for wrestling, man. No, but I'm saying like that's fine. But how the fuck is that new exactly? <sighs> I just, I just there, hope they can get this look, shit in. You finna grease yourself up, get oily and shiny and shimmering, and and, and like and get a pump going and yeah. walk your ass to the stage and, <laughs> grapple, and grapple with another motherfucker that's wet and greased <laughs> up and, and and also and also wearing uh, some type of spandex or uh, polyester type uh, garment. Unless you've seen it. How is that new? It's a new day, man. It's a new day. <laughs> okay. I just, I, just, of, I just hope they can get this shit in, in before... In front of 18,000 people yeah. at that, too. I just hope they can get this shit in before WrestleMania season starts, because it's going to get real clogged up, and I have no idea what WrestleMania is about to look like right now. It's six months out. No idea. None. Do you think they, like, bring them out on a short period? Like, they bring them out, they let them talk a little bit, then they wrestle, or you think they bring them out and wrestle immediately? I think they bring them out. Or do you think they bring them out and they just talk and... At week after week after week, and then they finally get a pay per view match, and that's the first time they wrestle. I think they they wrestle. They come out and then fuck up some type of like. They come out, not how the Shield did, but they they make a major impact somewhere. Okay. But do you think it's like immediately wrestling without even like explaining your character, or they come out, they talk for like a they talk and then wrestle? I think they're like, gonna talk like and then wrestle. Okay, I think that's the most likely case because, like, I don't think they can build them like that to where they're not the type of guys who are like, yeah, they can come out here, talk for a little bit, and then go wrestle. Yeah. They need to, you know, get the crowd behind them. Even though guys like generally like those people already, that mm-hmm. I mean, like that what they're doing now next, like get behind that. Right. And it shouldn't be too hard because people already like those guys. Like the same thing with Cody Rhodes. Cody could do anything. Yeah. Cody became Stardust. <laughs> Cody became a comic book character. He be, he's like the Silver Surfer almost, it seems to me. Wow. Silver Surfer. All right. Um, that's going to wrap up segment two. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about this um, WWE 100 list a little bit. 
And I want to talk about the year the 1992 in WWE. Um, just like, you know, the WrestleMania and, you know, Royal Rumble and all the shit that could have been and it being a weird time in the company because I'm actually working on a uh, on a Ric Flair column, which, you know, chronicles his WWE run. And, you know, I just, I just want to discuss like the interesting time that it was in WWE for Noah's Bard. Um, this is One Nation Radio. Um, go ahead and, you know, get your beer, um, get your soda, your water, whatever, you know, makes you feel comfortable. Um, and we'll be back. Distinguished Jack Cuddy. Congratulations, Ric Flair, on becoming the undisputed champion of the World Wrestling Federation. Let me just say, after view distorting the belt, they're proclaiming the real world champion. I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one. When you are the king of the WWF, you rule the world. Think about it like that, Mr. Perfect. Guys, the I'm not Radio. Um, that was Ric Flair, uh, fresh after winning the Royal Rumble of 1992. Um, he, uh, you know, blacked out, as some might say. Um, he did something, all right. And you know, just looking at WWF in um, 1992, it's a very interesting time. Um, there's a cloud of the steroid scandal hanging over WWE. Um, Hogan's kind of on his way out of the company. Um, you have Flair coming in, which he's been like the poster child for the NWA for all those years. You have Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, and The Undertaker, you know, making their, you know, way up the card. You have Jake Roberts holding up, you know, Vince for money left and right. You have <laughs> you have Warrior in and out. Um, and then something Josh told me today, which I didn't even, you know, put together. Flair wasn't on the 1992 SummerSlam card. He wasn't? Nope. Like, he only interfered in a match, like, with Savage and Warrior. And it led to 
um, Flair beating Savage for the belt at a house show. It was weird. Um, but 1992 is just a weird time. Like, if you look at WrestleMania 8, um, instead of Hogan versus Flair. Yeah. We, we, Which seemed like the no-brainer money draw, like, of the decade. Yeah. Biggest match ever. And, you know, we... Didn't they, happen. It's, it, like... I mean, for Flair, I mean, to get Macho Man, and they had a great match, so that ultimately doesn't, that didn't really affect... Flair says he doesn't regret it. I mean, that's, my point yeah. is, that doesn't affect Flair, but Hogan went out there with uh, Sid. Yeah, and botched the main event. Yeah. Um, I mean, and yeah, man, it's just weird. Very, very weird. Um you got Brett winning the belt for the first time in 92 at the end. Vince, you know, they, they basically go away from, you know, the big lumbering guys. If you look at the main events of WrestleMania, then you look at the main event of Survivor Series, it's Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, which is like almost bizarro world at that time. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't really have too much to say about it. It's just like, it's just interesting, you know, looking at any time the company's in transition. And I was thinking, like, every five, if you if you look at five years later in 97, the company was, like, in transition again. And then you look at five years after that, it was, like, 2002, company's in transition again. Whatever Were they really in transition in 2002? Because it seemed like they already had it in place yes. very well, though. 2002, like, bro, Rock was on the way out. I understand, I understand what you're saying, but it seems like compared to those other years, and like, you know what I mean? Like, compared to those other years, they had a better like that's just because the roster was so fucking huge that's my point yeah like they could like okay rock left yeah this sucks austin iffy okay yeah this sucks we still got like a million other guys that can yeah can do this yeah um plus a minor league system loaded yeah and you bring up four Hall of Famers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, we have four and then Shawn Michaels falls out up. the sky, you know, healthy again. Yeah, that too. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to look at WWE in five-year intervals. Like if you look at what happens in '91 and '96, and then '92 and '97, you know, '93 and '98, it's just like you know, wow. And then yeah, you know, you look at 2009, 2014. You know, you got a bunch of Cena versus Orton still. But, you know, it's, you know, it's the way things go now. Um, WWE dropped a um, list on their site, which is like the mammoth list of lists um, uh-huh. of the 100 matches to watch before you die. So they did a good job That's what of... what it was called? Yeah. Okay. They, could, they did a good job of not saying these are the 100 greatest matches of all time. Because the thing is that, like, there's, no, so way to, there, there's no way to answer that. And then, like, ultimately, no one's list is ultimately right. So if you say 100 matches you have to watch before you die, it makes more sense. Because, one, as Vince has said multiple times, WWE is not a, the wrestling business. It's the show business. And so, like... If it was the best wrestling matches of all time, you would never see Ultimate Warrior on like any match except for like maybe two, and that would be his like WrestleMania with Macho Man and WrestleMania with Hogan. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like that would be ridiculous to say that a guy that was that that was like a comet that had streaked through the sky, it was as big as almost anybody for that short amount of time, but he was, he's even on the list. If we're right. doing best wrestling matches of all time, so 
Like, I, I get that, and I'm glad they made that decision. When I first heard about this list, I'm thinking, they really went and did this. It's like, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> all he's going to do is make people mad. It's all over the map. Like, too, I don't know but if you look at the because, whole... Because if it's the way it's said, is you have to watch before you die, and then, like, ultimately, the, the point is, it's either a great match or a great story or both. Right. Um, like I'm saying, like, we have everything from, you know, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25 to Charlotte versus Natalia on the list. See? Uh, we have, you know, Dean Malenko versus Scotty Tuhati, which I've never seen what? on the list. Yeah, and then you have Christian and Orton, SummerSlam. SummerSlam? Um, yeah. Not their SmackDown match? No. Like, wow. They didn't do, like, a lot of repeat things. Um, they have Harley Race and Ric Flair, well, uh, Starcade 83. Well, SummerSlam, or sorry, Survivor Series before the SummerSlam match, but I get your point, yeah. They have Zayn and Cesaro on there. Um, they have Undertaker versus CM Punk. They have, you know, Bret Harper's one, two, three kid. Um, is, is anyone like tabulated to find out like who has the most matches? Uh, I don't think anyone has. Because it's going to be probably end up being like Sean or, or Undertaker <laughs> had the most matches on that. Or Cena. Yeah, Cena would be a good candidate. My thing is with Sean is like so many guys have their best matches with Sean. Right, right. Yeah, because like. You can do yeah, Sean all over this shit, bro. Yeah, like the Triple like, H. You got Triple H, Sh- Sheldon Benjamin, Undertaker, uh, Jericho. Yeah. The ladder match, like the, he has so many. Mankind, uh, Vader, Sid. All right. Like, he, he, he just do that with. Just guys. looking at the the first, you know, one through twenty one. Uh-huh. We got one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Shawn Michaels matches. Okay, and then like, is it gonna be cool to like? I mean, I talked, I talked to you about this a couple times before. Like, I remember I looking through '94, '95 era, and I was looking at a bunch of Brett matches, mm-hmm. and you just forget that that dude was just the best. Just <laughs> you just forget that dude was just the best. Like '94, that man was coming out here pulling the, like every pay per view, coming out laying the laying out the gauntlet, the gauntlet yeah. for dude. Like, look, man, top this. So like, he's I'm sure he's all over there. Yeah, um, if I look at the first page, Brett I think actually has more than Sean. They got uh, one, maybe, dude. Two, like three, I said, Sean's the, Sean was just come out there as the four, best. Four, five. They, they each have five. Yeah, like the diversity on this list is, you know, it goes from Jushin Thunder Liger and Pillman, you know, to RVD and Jerry Lynn. You know, it's. Hmm. Very diverse. It's not the typical WWE list. There's a lot of WCW. There's a lot of ECW. How much WCW? And like, there's for, a lot, bro. Like, for, for example, is like, um, is like Ray versus uh, Liger on? I'm sorry, Ultimate Dragon on there. Yeah, they. I'm sure they have a match on there. Like, I mean, uh, I think you told me that they have uh, Eddie versus yeah, Eddie the, versus Ray up there high. There are two high. WCW matches in the top five. Okay. So, what was the other one? Uh, Steamboat and Flair, uh, Raging Cajun. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Two out of three falls. Which one was higher? Uh, Steamboat Flair was higher. Of course. Uh, I'll take Eddie Eddie versus Mysterio. Look, man, I'll take Eddie and Ray versus anybody on earth. Like back in the <laughs> 90s, you go, you take me back on the time machine and take me back to like the the mid to late nineties. I had them two wrestling versus anybody else. I don't give a damn who else you pull out that out of that uh time machine with them. 
Like, you, can uh, go, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and pull out ninety six Sean and Brett. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> they're not look. They're not out here breaking their almost breaking their necks, uh, jumping fr- jumping off the top rope to the mat. All right. <coughs> they um, give a Hurricane Rana. It's not happening. Got Punk versus Cena in at number nine, Money in the Bank, two thousand eleven. I want to say that's like one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah, man. Like that, that deserves to be up there. Like I mean, maybe not. Okay. As far as, like I said, most watchable moments, yeah, definitely. He walks out with the belt. He, bl- he blows the kids goodbye with it to Vince and walks out and runs out the stadium. Yes. Um, <clears throat> number like four good and Like, guy, Cena loses the belt, loses the company the belt because he wants to let go of the, the AA because they're trying to do his old, another screw job throwback. Yep. Yeah, he clotheslined the shit out of Johnny Ace. <laughs> <laughs> you got Cena Lesnar uh, at Extreme Rules at number 15. Which is, you know, I love that match. That's like one of the most hard hitting. Keep in mind, I was never on that scene, on that Lesnar train until that match. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, this is what everyone's talking about. And bro, that's not even the Lesnar everyone was talking about. He reinvented himself to to be that dude. He almost broke his fucking neck in that match. Right? Like, <laughs> I will never forget that. Like, what is he doing? What was he coming over here? <laughs> and he gets up like ain't nothing. Like, oh my god, this dude is crazy. I, I think you'll like this. Um, you know, or I'll like it a little bit more. They have Brett and Owen, WrestleMania 10 at number 16. Then they have HBK versus Razor Ramon at 19. <laughs> oh, wow. Told you it was better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Um, Look, Sean's been still on the show from Brett for a long time. It's not fair, bro. He just shows up in the middle of Brett's prime and then just, you know. Hey, that's kind of how this works. That's how sports works. Hey, fuck you, James. Um, Why you say it like yeah. that? <laughs> you know how LeBron just shows up in the middle of Kobe's prime. Uh, that's a little different. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, they're still with the, the Spurs still existed in this world, and they were still out there in the way. I was like, nah. I meant as far as like people show up. Like for example, you think you like the one you should have been mad at me for like that. You really think that Peyton Manning thought that Tom Brady was gonna come out of nowhere and like <laughs> just beat this man in like in his prime in paper and in uh, playoff matches and ruin a lot of championship title opportunities he had? Nah. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they're probably like on a collision course this year, too. It's another collision course. Yeah. I'm so um, sick and tired of watching them two play each other. Bro, somebody ought to come in and start kicking their ass. Like, Andrew Luck and, needs some more help. Andrew Luck still, it's year three for Luck, man. He needs some more help, man. Like, he, hey, he can do it. Look, Peyton don't think he needs more luck. Peyton's like, look, I dealt with this. <laughs> I dealt with this in Indianapolis. You want, like, you're going to have to deal with this. Yeah. Um, Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan, Extreme Rules. Two out of three? Uh, two out of three, Really? Yes. They no, put number, that on number there. Number 79. Yep. Wow. I'm kind of, that. I'm surprised they put that on there. I'm happy. I love that match. Um, let's see what else we got. We have Hogan versus Andre at 95. On there, wow. Um, and these are all matches that are available on the WWE Network, okay. which is free this month. So if you don't have it, you're an asshole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my question is this: Who listens to this podcast that doesn't have WWE Network? I, love I don't know. That. I don't know. Or let me phrase that: Who's not using this for free? I understand like money can be tight or whatever, so I, I can yeah. understand that. But like, if it's free right now and you're not using it, but you listen to this podcast, I kind of. Like, like, you listen to us? It's kind of like backwards. <laughs> like, wouldn't you rather be watching free wrestling, like free wrestling, and actually like listen to people talk about wrestling? Right. Um, they have, which I think 
is on the short list of greatest hardcore matches ever. It might be I I might say it's the greatest hardcore match ever. Edge versus Mick Foley, WrestleMania 22, um, at number 53. Is Orton versus Mick Foley on there? I haven't seen it, but um, I'm still looking. Cause like just for the just for the thought alone of pretty from what like I I didn't wasn't watching, but Orton seemed like a real pretty boy. And to see them yeah. throw that man on them tacks was like shocking, even like in retrospect. Cause I had never, I mean, I didn't see that match since 2000, like 2000, what, 11, 12? Something like that, yeah. Oh, um, what? They have the end of the era match, number 56. Okay. Um, they have Vader and Flair from 93 Starcade, <laughs> 51. <laughs> that is high entertainment value. You yeah. beat that man with a With a roll up. <laughs> Garbage roll up. And it was like he was going to kill Flair in the ring. Like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, we also have we have the Shield versus the Wyatt family elimination chamber, uh, 2014, number okay. 38. Okay. Um, was any of the Shield Evolution on there? If it's not, it should be. It's like their their first. Like I mean, both matches are really good, but the first one was just like let Seth jump off of something. Yeah. Every match, let's Seth jump off of something. I remember their day, their first match, TLC. Yes, he almost died. Yeah, yeah right that's on threw here. That's on the table through the or through or threw him off the ladder through all those tables. Like that, that match was ridiculous too. I love that match. Yep, that's on here. Um, what else we got? It's a it's a great list. It's a great list. Um. Austin versus Ricky Steamboat. Remember the the match with Autumn Falls finishes like seven roll ups at the end. That one. Um, they have Taker, The Rock, and Angle in a uh, triple threat match. Um, interesting match. Was, um, um, number seventy three. Was Lesnar and Angle's Ironman match on there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I just lost the number. Also, there are WrestleMania matches on there. Was Triple H and Austin's uh, Three Stages of Hell on there? Yes. Okay. Yep, number 67. Um, we got Cena Punk on Raw. You know, the the rightful main event, WrestleMania 29. <laughs> that was the rightful main event. Should have been. No. Look, you know what's rightful? When The Rock decides to show up to wrestle, that's what's rightful. All right. You think I'm joking, huh? You see we got a champion that don't want to show his ass on the pay-per-views right now. You tell me who you tell me who gets more eyes on the two, hey, Brock Lesnar or The Rock. Look, Lesnar ain't no draw. Look, The Rock. Look, The Rock showed up out of nowhere and, and, and look, TV channels changed. People <laughs> look on Twitter. Wait, The Rock showed up at half during halftime. Click over. <laughs> Click over. I'm still convinced that this man paid that man a million dollars to show up on site. Hey man, they need to get this belt off Lesnar, bro. It's almost like, yo, we don't... I, I don't know why you have such an issue with it. I don't care. Like, it's Just almost... It's highlighting the fact, it's like, yo, they might not even need a belt anymore. No, they do need a, they need a belt, but the thing is this, like, he's basically like the boss at the end of the video game. Like, you're going through these... Love, like, a character gets... A character is like, right now it's Cena... Cena has to build himself up, like in the storylines. He, he he fights the boss, he gets his ass beat, he gets his belt taken. He comes back a month later, uh, beats the hell out of Bray Wyatt, suplex him, su- game of suplex too. Uh, like, and he fights the boss again. He was winning, 
then the game the stops. Game the, game stop, it, the game stops, and it's a small finish because the because all cinematics came over, and you have to start all over again. Cena's going to get to or whoever's going to get to Lesnar down the line. Like that's fine for me. Like it's cool. Like that be basically she's basically like what's the uh, buddy from Shao uh, Kahn? Shao yeah, Kahn. He's basically Shao, Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat too. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like. Um, uh, okay, I'll say this. I would like them if to act like, like he exists, at least. Why would you bring men? Like, what do you mean by that? This is like, you know, it's just, just casually mentioned, like, you know, have that man tape a promo or something. Oh. Just like basically saying, yeah, I'm out here with the belt. Ain't nobody can take it from me. And then, you know, cut it off right there. Just let us know he, he exists in the world well, somewhere. My question is for you, how many more times can you have, like, uh, Paul Heyman talk about Brock Lesnar being great without it becoming... My client Brock Lesnar broke the streak is not a champion. My client Brock Lesnar broke the streak is not a champion. Like it's gonna come off like that and people are gonna annoy with that. But that's the point. Because they're bad guys. Well he already has heat. <sighs> I don't think he necessarily has heat because he whooped Cena's ass the last time we seen well, him. Well he doesn't have heat for that. Yeah. He has heat for not showing up. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff builds resentment. People don't like when people like rub the fact that they're they have a privilege in other people's faces that other people don't. Like that's getting that's what's getting him heat right now. I don't know, um, but like I said, I I would just like to see him, you know, acknowledge that he's the champion and you know, bring it out. But um, I just uh got that WWE 2K15, pretty cool game so far. Um, drop a couple columns, ten best Survivor Series teams ever. Uh, about 125,000 views. That seems like research. I'm so glad I didn't do. It was it was cool actually. Like um, I went I went ahead and you know I picked out the, all the teams that looked interesting on paper, looked at them, analyzed them like where they were in their careers and you know who was in their prime and who went on to be a Hall of Famers and you know it was a it was a very weird formula. It would be like you know three Hall of Famers. Someone that was very good and someone that was either young or washed up, you know, any combo of that, like that formula kept pop- popping up, you know, a bunch of times. Um, but Team WWF in 2001 is kicking everyone's ass. Five Hall of Famers at or near the peak of their powers. Who was in it? It was it was Rock, Undertaker, Kane, Jericho, and Big Show. They look. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like they, <laughs> like they need to put like Cena, Orton, Brian. Uh, about if they were gonna do it. If right they were now. gonna do it right now, like they would. Cena, Orton, Brian, call up Punk, have him bring his ass out there. Plus Triple H or Lesnar. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's just a weird time. Like there was like this kind of stuff wasn't happening like that. Yeah, but. That's going to wrap up One Nation Radio. Um, anything to add on there, James? Oh, um, well, we didn't we didn't really talk about Fandango. You want to talk about that? Sure. Um, he uh, <laughs> he said sure with social lack of interest. Like he's like, I don't really want to say that. Like whatever. I just yeah. so I was, it was actually saying that as a joke. Like yeah, my dog's back. That's it. Like yeah, um, uh, Fandango pre show. Let's go. Let's Wade do this. Barrett, pre-show. Yeah. Uh, also back. back. We need him back badly, too. Yeah, I, I never thought I would say that. Dude, like, you, 
I look, I was one of the biggest people who I looked, man, this dude ain't had shit for him, but he was coming out there and he was go, he was out here. Free, for, he, was, he was news. the first person to make that, <laughs> that he was the first person to make intercontinental matches like they matter in a while. So like and then to get hurt that sucks. So hopefully he come back and re- regain. Like I don't know what they do with him now. Maybe he can still have the gimmick, but yeah. like hopefully he stays a heel like he was last time we can get back healthy and come out here and put on these shows. All right, um, Roman Reigns rumored for December. Um, he's being advertised for house shows late in December. Um, and Daniel Bryan hopes to be back January. So, come on, Daniel Bryan, bring your ass back. What time in January? Who knows? You know, hopefully you can get a program for WrestleMania. I hope they don't air it. I hope they don't show If they want to do it, and do it right. They don't announce a damn a soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not... Nothing. Number 40. Because you know it's 40 men in the yeah, Royal Rumble this year. Yeah, 40. Yes. And the, and the crowd goes wild. All right. Who who would who do WWE fans... Who would they go crazier for? CM Punk or Daniel Bryan at 40? Daniel Bryan? I think the internet would break if CM Punk like showed up at 40. You talking about for in the crowd, right? Like in the crowd or like... The, in the crowd and the, the internet. Po- Okay, for the internet, with it, yeah, it would be CM Punk. But just for, like, the pop from the crowd, yeah. it would be Brian. Because <sighs> people would be like, oh, my God, he's finally back. Or for CM Punk, oh, my God, he's finally back. I miss him so much, and it's been a year, and da da da, da And, you know, he's finally on the main event WrestleMania, and, you know, he's back, da 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 Like, that's what it would be as far as, like, Brian comes back, then, like. We get to pick we, up back where we get our, we get our off. Look, like. We get we get our run back like we get our, we get Yeslemania back. Right. We get the run. Like CM Punk comes back, I don't know what the fuck that means. He might <laughs> actually, <laughs> he like, might he might walk out a week later. This is a one off. That man might that man might win Royal Rumble and retire again. <laughs> I just wanted to show y'all I could do it and leave. I just wanted to fuck with y'all for a year. But um, that's gonna wrap up One Nation Radio. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, it's been you know a little while. We're gonna try to you know. WrestleMania season is coming yeah, uh, after Royal Rumble, so he had to leave. Man. I mean, he was kind of just burnt out, you know. Yeah, just burnt out, tired, didn't know what to do next. Um, you know, had our you know, Sam Roberts has made a new podcast. He's kind of took some shine off of this one. Just yeah, just burnt out, you know. Yeah. So he's you know, you, you know, know where been... to go. You just tired. You know, he started mailing it in. <laughs> yep. You know, <laughs> slapping the forty nine cent stamp on it. You know. Uh, letting, letting the creative team book this. <clears throat> we aren't too much. We aren't too much different than CM Punk in his run either. That's that's our point. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're back. I'm like CM Punk. All right. Well, we're ready uh, to we, what we, they want. We, we care different. about the fans. You know. <laughs> we care about the fans. You know, we care about our listeners. You know. We care. We care about fulfilling our contractual obligations. <laughs> we want to. We want to. At the end of the day, we want to be placed in the Hall of Fame. Right. You know, we want a main event WrestleMania one day. <laughs> you know, we have no problem wrestling Triple H. None. You know. You know, we we, we don't have to tweet tweet in you know cryptically. Because because at the end of the day, when all the dancing and the posing and, and showing off your athletic prowess is gone and pandering, only thing left is the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know. That's going to do it, man.
Yeah, I think that's leave on a high note. Woo! Later. One is your radio.